0: This is Lori Coppelman. Thank you for joining us for the 30th episode of the Clutter Chronicles podcast, one woman's journey through stuff. Last time, we heard that Mary is gaining more and more control over her stuff instead of the other way around. Hallelujah. In today's conversation, Mary talks about the healing conversations between she and her husband now that the shame that dirty rotten scoundrel is beginning to lift and we discuss the invisible lifesaver that has been critical to her healing. Mary! (laughs) Hello! Hi! We're back, and it's been, we figured out a little over three weeks since we've um, sat down to chat, and one of the things that we've been grappling with is what we're calling what we're calling our show and we had had a a title early 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 when we hadn't even thought about this that had the word hoarder in it um once upon a hoarder no not once upon a hoarder sorry um confessions of recovering hoarder that was just kind of my working title and we we threw that into the early episodes not really sure where we were going with this and then we got serious with the naming and we came up with one called once Upon a Hoarder, because it's stories, mm-hmm. and it's um, it's kind of a getting in your past, which was why my thinking with that title. And we were getting ready to, to get a logo, and um, all of a sudden you said, Nope, that doesn't work. Um, and you had some misgivings, and we talked about those a little bit, about that word, the H word, mm-hmm. um, and... And then you and your husband went back, and, and he hated it, if mm-hmm. I remember right. Mm-hmm. Um, and we decided to scrap it. But I wanted to hear about the conversation you guys were having. Because to me, that's really um, integral to this process, is what's going on with you and your spouse. And I know earlier you've said you couldn't talk about it very much. It was the elephant in the room. Um, and now he's being drawn into this project that we're working on you had him listen to a little kind of promo clip Mm -hmm. and now you guys are talking about what to name it and he had a really strong response Mm -hmm. and I thought I was disappointed that we scrapped the name but I thought it doesn't matter if if Mary and her spouse are having these great conversations that's what this is all about is Mm -hmm. kind of getting um Getting you through this, um, kind of in one piece with with your your marriage, and uh, not that you guys are on the rocks. I'm mm-hmm. not suggesting that. Um, maybe that's what it sounded like, but that's the We're point.
1: We're on the junk, the, not on the rocks. <laughs> the point.
0: <laughs> the point isn't do we have a cute name and does the mm-hmm. logo look cute. Mm-hmm. The point is that you want to heal, and if you are, then mm-hmm. that's great. And mm-hmm. so I wanted to hear more about that conversation you guys had. When you came home and said, yep, we're going with Once Upon a Hoarder, yep. how did that go?
1: Okay, well... Do you remember? I do
0: remember. Okay, I, remember so I know well. that's a while ago now. Yeah.
1: I mean, I took a lot of notes, actually, when he was talking, because it was like everything he was saying was exactly what I felt. So it was really, it was really, it's interesting, you know, like when you read a book and someone's naming everything that you've had, but you just never put it into words. Mm-hmm. And um, I'd say maybe a week or two prior, I had um, let him listen to the just the promo. He hasn't even listened to the first podcast. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, as he's seen me progress and seen the changes in me, he's um, become more warmed up to this is actually really happening. I think in the past it was, yeah, right, we're stuck. We're going to be this way forever. And, you know, there's just think of the feeling you have, um, let's say, in the middle of May when you get a snowstorm and you think, we're going to have winter forever. Mm-hmm. That's where he is. He just doesn't see the light. Well, he's starting to see the light by by just some of the progress I've made. and And because of the healing that's going on inside me, I'm able to talk to him more. I think a lot of what was holding me back with shame mm-hmm. and as i've been letting go of the shame i'm able to just have a matter of fact conversation right. about it. And oh, i so, so
0: get that. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and yeah. so and 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 i should also say that the shame is mostly coming from me. It's my own, i mean, right. it's not like he's shaming me. No, no, i get it. But if any if he says anything, i'm receiving it as shame. Right. Yep. So our communication has just starting to blossom in the last, I'd say, month or so. It's really changed. Mm. And um, it's refreshing. And with that, I'm not holding back as much as I normally would hold back. Um, I think in the past I'd be like, well, I'd like to talk to him about that, but that's going to open this, and then we have to talk about that, and you know. Mm-hmm. And so I had come back from work one night. It was about 8.30 or 9, and um, it was after you and I had met. And I just said, "Well, I gave in because I just think it's such a cute name." But we've decided on "Once a Pot Hoarder," and he flipped out. And he said, "What? Do you realize what that's going to do?" And I said, "Well, it's just going to be—it's not going to be the whole thing. It's just so, just the name of the podcast." And he says, "But it's going to lure in the people." Who are looking for a freak show. Hmm. And he said, the TV has destroyed any it's it's I, I think kind of like hijacked the word. And in all those um reality TV shows, hoarding is gawking. And let's show how crazy these people are, and let's take it to the extreme.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And Everyone who's watching it is watching it for entertainment. They're not watching it to learn. Mm -hmm. And look at all the work you guys have been doing, and you're not going to be attracting the right people. You're going to be attracting people who are looking for a freak show. And you want to attract the people who can't admit that they're hoarders. And it it was, I mean, I'm not saying it anyway as eloquently as he did. He, he said it so right on that it just it just hit me in my soul. This mm-hmm. is true.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I quickly, while talking to him, which he hates, I was texting you going, <laughs> stop the press! <laughs> yeah, we just said, run with it, graphic designer. <laughs> right, gifted She was one. literally going to get on the plane the next day and start working. Now, in my mind, the idea of how we were going to design it wasn't changing it was just the name mm-hmm. but you're right you you stopped everything cuz you're like we don't even know the name and that could change the the design turns out we're back on that same kind of idea for the design of the of the logo but what was interesting is not only is he looking at it for our work he can't help but be experienced in this. Mm
0: -hmm. He
1: is it. Mm -hmm. And he said go online. Look up hoarders. Look at how they portray hoarders. No one's gonna relate to that. You want people to be able to relate to it on a grander scale where a pack rat is something that most people can relate to or someone who is a collector. But you yourself wouldn't even relate to yourself as a hoarder until, you know, far in. Mm-hmm. And it's true. Mm-hmm. And I remember I worked at this salon for a, a short period. It was a short stint of me trying to get out of my regular career. And, and um, I started opening up. This is back in 2003, 2004, 2004. I started opening up that I had a lot of stuff at my house. This is before I had my store. It was when I was just kind of conjuring up my dream. I hadn't even come up with the name of the store. In fact, these conversations I had with them is where I came up with the name because I said I collect stuff, stuff finds me. I'm kind of like Cinderella where, you know, you find the shoe, but only I'm finding stuff for others, and I just kind of match make, you know, this item for that person, and I've always been that way. And in the midst of it... I, you know, get stuck because at some time I don't wanna let the items go. And when I was describing it, this one coworker says, You have a garbage house. Mm. And I was just like, No, I don't she goes, You are describing a garbage house And I said, It's not it's not garbage, it's all cute stuff. It's not trash, it's all good stuff. And she was shaming me. She mm. was trying to um put me in a box,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and I remember this, you know, this is my first uh, effort at being real with people. Mm. I, I had just met my now husband, and I was trying to turn a new leaf. I was, um, I, in fact, um, meeting my husband was the hope, because he was so um, perfect for me. He was um, the right guy. Up until then, I kept trying to date the wrong guys. So I was really in this mode of I am going to be real with people, and they may have even heard the story of him coming to see the bunnies with the carrots. I think I told this story in a previous podcast. <laughs> <And> <laughs> how I couldn't, I couldn't hide it anymore. Mm-hmm. So this is at that moment, and. Um, I just remember thinking, it's not a garbage house, but how do I explain that to anyone? How is anyone going to understand it? Um, and I would say that that's the kind of reaction that makes you stop
0: mm-hmm.
1: and run back into the rabbit hole. And I ran into that rabbit hole for at least 10 years before ever actually coming out and staying out. So... Back to the conversation with my husband, um, what it opened my eyes up to is this is not just about me
0: mm-hmm.
1: and this is he even if he's not recorded, he's part of the story yes, and his reaction told me it was it how much this, this whole thing has impacted him, and it also tells me how much he sees in me beyond this and that's what's pained him the most is to see his wife that he loves struggling with this crazy problem and feeling hopeless
0: mm-hmm.
1: and um i i i had already had this inkling but i loved the name so much i wanted to use that name <laughs> Mm-hmm. And I thought, maybe, maybe I'm just being too sensitive. Mm-hmm. So when we had decided that Saturday on the name and I kind of gave in, it wasn't because I didn't, you know, I wanted the name. Right. I was just thinking maybe I was being too sensitive. So what we're trying to do is cast a wider net. So those who are interested because they know someone who's a hoarder or even a pack rat, and those who might not even recognize that they have a problem will listen. And at least tune in and see what it's all about. And we're not attracting the people who are just looking for some kind of show, right?
0: That is this. That is so true. And when I I look back to that Saturday um, where we were having this, I wish I would have been more sensitive to your sensitivity because <laughs> that's a sign for something that um, that it wasn't right. And and uh, so I'm. I'm glad that it came to this where we just decided that's not right then. Let's let's go forward. So I'm really, really glad you guys had that conversation.
1: Well, and it's all about risk, right? Because there's a tendency, what he was saying is quit getting caught up on the cuteness and let's think about what is going to get the message across. Mm-hmm. And he's very logical that way, which is why he could probably never be a hoarder. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very emotional. Mm -hmm. I'm very attracted to colors and things that kind of help me lift my spirits. I mean, all these, what's ironic is all these things that I've collected were at one point lifting my spirits, and now they're what's (laughs) keeping me down. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, it's just so funny to see how two people can live together and see things completely different yet, there's truth in both. Mm -hmm. Not saying that I'm promoting what I have as a problem, but how I got there, there was a legitimate need, Mm
0: -hmm. Mm
1: -hmm. and he's recognizing that. He he, he doesn't quite understand it to the point where, why don't you just get a dumpster and dump it? He's still in that thought, Mm -hmm. but he's not saying it, so he's very Mm -hmm. gentle. (laughs)
0: yeah good so so he says that you agree we changed course um any further conversations between you two of note
1: um no um after that you know we you and I went back and forth on some ideas before we came up with what we came up with and um I would I would run it past him and he'd go sure that's all he'd say he didn't he didn't want to get any more involved he right. just knew what was wrong right Right. So and and what was so so funny is I was looking up synonyms for for all these words and nothing worked. Everything that flowed had the word hoarder in it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it was really a struggle. Mm-hmm. And I thought, well, it, you know, I just got to let this go. And somehow we came up with the name. Right.
0: Well, we shall see whether <laughs> our name has anything to do with anything, right? I mean, uh, because as we've said, this this is is a, not a public um, project yet. We're right. still working on things, and we will come to find out whether um, whether we attracted the people we wanted to attract or or not. And um, so, that's that. Yeah. Good. Well, I'm. I'm just glad you guys are talking more freely for sure mm-hmm. and that he is really looking out for your best interests and and the greater the greater good not just not just you I think that's really
1: Well, well it, it, what really kept hitting me is I'm in this too you know That was kind of like eye opening Mhm and it's not like he's saying it's not all about you that's not what he's saying he's mm-hmm. just saying remember that my view is important, right? And that's so true because I, I keep—I haven't told him yet that he's been he over to the house. But I've been dying to tell him. the, the He line. still doesn't know. No, he doesn't know because he'll freak out. He'll—it's kind of one of those things that you tell him after the house is clean. <laughs> but I'm dying to tell him or let him hear this, the the recording of me saying, "And when Penny ha- would have puppies, hers would be hoarders." <laughs> Oh well I will be interested in that reaction <laughs> when you tell him. I know. It's it's I'm probably making it out to be more than it is, but um he will die that you came in. He will he will he will die a little death there. Hmm. That this poor lady came in and saw everything and survived it. And we're still going. <laughs> You're still talking to me. <laughs> I still like you. Imagine that. <laughs> But just think of what you went through when you went there. I mean, it it is, it's like an entity. So he he was standing his ground, and I honestly think that I had we, maybe, brought up the the name a month before he would have felt the exact same way, but we wouldn't have had such a good conversation. Right. So.
0: Right. Oh, I'm so glad. Mm-hmm. Shame is such a. Dirty scoundrel.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm so glad that that's lifting.
1: Yeah. That, that's a key thing to, to lose. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. And it's not embrace it. Yay, I'm a hoarder. Although, my friend, hooray for me. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not to embrace it like keep it. Right. It's just recognize it's not. it's not defining you.
0: Right. And that you can get past
1: it. You don't need to stay stuck there. Right. Right and what keeps coming to me is i have no idea if anyone's ever um uh, what's the word um healed from hoarding like are a former hoarder is there such a thing and maybe putting this out we'll find out there's other people who've been through this and this is you know their story's going to be completely different mm
0: mm-hmm. mhm
1: but it, it really is kind of a odd realization that I don't know anybody that I can go up to and say, I look at you as a, um encouragement because mm-hmm. you've done it. Who are these people who, who have conquered hoarding? You
0: would think there have been. There and has to And we haven't be. dug
1: around in any,
0: you know, whatever. Uh, I'm just trying to think of the the therapist journals as they've documented right. their stories and treatment Who talks methods for babablab blah, blah. maybe it? there are right. but we haven't looked for that right. but, but it, it's, it's it, not.
1: it falls under that shame and if someone recovered from it do you think they're going to come up to you and go i used to be a hoarder and i you know i it, it's it's strange this is a strange project that we're on <laughs> strange path mm mm-hmm. mhm but maybe we'll change the dialogue. That's kind of what I'm hoping.
0: Right. Well, let's hope so. Yay. Let's hope so. That would be a nice outcome.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, because that was our that was our goal was to be helpful. That you would mm-hmm. you would tell your story in order to be helpful to others. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think your healing has has, as you've said, um, speeded up. Because of how we've been doing it, right? Um, and who knows if you would have healed in the same way or quickly without sitting down talking about it? So there's there's been like that side benefit, right? But that was pretty
1: sure I would be exactly where I was before we started talking about it. I don't think I'd be this far at all.
0: Really? Yeah, I'm convinced. Wow. Okay, that's
1: saying a lot. We're in a a, a safe arena, mm-hmm. and it's not getting into the depths of everything that I've dealt with in my life it's it's focusing in on the problem Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and what do you need to take the next step and it's kind of like an invisible lifesaver it's Mm -hmm. like I can do it if I can hold on to this and take the next step and each step is a step out of it Mm -hmm. so even if it seems like from one podcast to the next I'm talking about the same thing I'm changing, like, mm-hmm. molecularly. <laughs> mm-hmm. Things are are shifting. And I may have had these shifts in the past, but I had no one to pull the life preserver. Mm-hmm. So I was shifting and then kind of staying in the same space.
0: Right.
1: So, so then that makes
0: me think, wonder... Is anyone listening to this? What do they gain just by listening to it? Is it an invisible lifesaver
1: It might be. It might them? just be hope. Mm-hmm. And without hope, how do you go forward?
0: Yeah, that is so true.
1: And there's been times where you hear someone's story and you'll think, what on earth have I been worried about? Their story is ten times worse than mine. Mm -hmm. and I need to shape up. It kind of wakes you up. Mm -hmm. Um, On the other hand, if for some reason my story is less of a story than what someone who's listening to is going through, the underlining problem is the same. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And, you know, everyone's um, network is different everyone's um, I guess what I'm saying outlook is different so maybe they just need the hope and then they'll turn to the right person who needs who can help them kind of thing so I think the key is to just open up that hope Mm
0: -hmm. yeah well that seems like a good place to stop right now thanks for chatting with me Mary thank you And that ends today's Chronicle. I cannot say enough how brave I think Mary is for bearing her soul. Even acknowledging our shadows takes courage enough, let alone letting other people in on them. If you'd like to connect with us in between episodes, you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at ClutterCron. You can show your support by becoming a patron on Patreon.com and by reviewing our show, every little bit helps. Helps us get the word out to people who may benefit from hearing Mary's story. Thank you all so much for listening. And thanks to my brother Michael Koppelman for his gorgeous music. Find him on lowlife.com. L-O-L-I-F-E.com. Stay tuned to find out what happens next on Clutter Chronicles.